0: Welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller with an overdue check-in to tell you what's been going on in my own life, which has been a lot. And we're going to center it around manifesting. And also a question from one of you poised in our Facebook group, the Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast listeners group in Facebook. And I thought that that was a pretty good springboard when I saw her question that I could use that to help us all with some things that we might tweak or dial in in our lives, and then to catch you up on some things going on here, too. This is being recorded in late February 2024 from Lord Jupiter, the Sprinter van, as I have left North Carolina and am making my way across the country that I think there might be a stop. I'm not sure if it's going to be continuous or if it's going to be broken up, but that's still being determined. But at least I'm making my way across the country to California, of all places. And of all three of our podcasts, this one, Fun Astrology, that's daily, and then Old Soul, New Soul, Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock, all three, one of the top cities in the United States of listeners, is Los Angeles, So I'm relocating just outside of, well, on the east side, on the desert side of Los Angeles. It's 100 miles away from downtown L.A., but it is close and it is going to be a whole new existence. (laughs) And it all came about through manifesting. So as I made some notes and thought about this little talk and conversation The first thing that came to mind was that modern-day manifestation, isn't that just a substitute for what we called answered prayer back in the church? Or effective praying? Because when I grew up, we would ask God to intervene in our lives to basically bring us stuff. Heal Aunt Jane from her illness. Bless the kids at school today and protect them. I need more money, I need a better job or a raise. And so we would pray, and we would pray for each other. Well, the same desired outcome is cloaked today under this term manifesting, popularized in 2006 by the movie The Secret. At least in modern times, it's been around forever, but at least that brought it into the current conversation in a different way. But really, the reality is that we don't have to call on some outside source. And that was the real message of the secret. We learned that we are that source, or that we are at least part of that source. I like the illustration of if you have water in a, just a typical little plastic water bottle. And let's say that water is from the ocean. Well, that bottle is not the ocean, but part of the ocean is in the bottle. We are the bottle, That source is in and of us. We just don't tap into it. We think it's outside of us. We pray to the ocean. Wait a minute. You have the ocean inside of you. Well, that right there changes your whole perspective, doesn't it? It should. And I will say this. Have you ever created something that you didn't pray for, that you didn't consult outside source? Please bring me this in a wheelbarrow. If you or I or anybody else on the planet did that one time, then there must be some other way of creating other than praying to a divine presence. And listen, if you grew up in the church, and uh, don't get me wrong with this. I'm not saying that we don't pray to God. What I'm saying is we we can co-create with God. We're not saying, Daddy, I need more lunch money today. We're saying, I can bring about the desires of my heart through my continual daily walk with Source. Why? Because even the Bible, it says, you are God's word is Elohim. I mean, look it up and interpret it in the plural. <laughs> we won't go into that right now. But the point is, if the water from the ocean is in the bottle, in you, then the power and everything that that water represents Is part of you. But we have this fixed mindset that we have to ask. And then we think about it as on a scale, like little things. We ask for little things, parking spaces, maybe a little extra luck at the casino, which I know somebody (laughs) recently in our group had a little extra manifesting luck at the casino. And we might bring a few of those things around, and that's great. Then we learn that we can set intentions and then kind of forget about it and go on and live our lives and have those intentions fulfill, hopefully. There's a difference between intending and asking or even begging. But let's take a step back. What happens when we do all of that, but it doesn't manifest, when nothing happens? What do we do when we put all that energy into co-creating and we get nothing, zero, zip, nada? Well, we had a question in our Facebook group that asked this very thing, and I'd like to just uh, hit the high points of this. She said, I'd appreciate some advice. When you want to create a reality, how do you deal with the dissonance between the lack of that reality and the fact that you are doing the work? I understand that I need to feel that this reality already exists and that my desire has already been fulfilled. But my mind is cynical and it tells me that the very fact that I am doing the exercises to create the reality means that this reality does not exist. Otherwise, I wouldn't have to do anything for it to happen. In addition, when I meditate, I can feel the reality that I want to create. But during the day, I feel the lack of it. And then she said, I know that Fred Dodson talked about a level where simply you don't have to do the exercises anymore. You just treat the reality as if it has been fulfilled and you go on about your life. But she says, what do we do when we are not at that level? What I would ask you is, how would you answer her? In fact, if you want to do a little exercise on this, if you want to stretch your own abilities, uh, pause this and kind of think of an answer. And several people in our group did answer. But this question comes up quite a bit, so I thought we would tackle it here. And what it brought to mind in preparing for this is kind of my own manifesting history. And since that first book that I narrated for Fred Dodson back in 2013, Reality Creation Technique, I've manifested a Jeep, a perfect apartment for the time that my kids were going through school, selling that rickety old RV that I spent a year in in 2009, doing audiobooks, recording audiobooks, leading to passive income, multiple podcasts, incredible healing in my family, traveling around and living in these amazing places that I've been able to do since 2015. And now the latest, bringing you up to date, is a house. Uh, A house that's basically provided, free. I released a video on our Fun Astrology YouTube channel called My Number One Life Hack, Desire Versus Resistance. It was released February 21st, 2024. If you'd like to go watch that video, it has some pictures of the house in it. But you're saying, wait a minute. Thomas, how do you just manifest a house? Well, one thing I will assure you is that I was not just sitting around thinking about it, worrying about it, reflecting on the fact that I didn't have it, or even envisioning a house. I wasn't. But what I did create as I walked this process back is that I created the intention that those things that would help me do my work better, more security, more stability, and as I'm getting into my mid-60s now, this traveling around has been great, but it's not so fun anymore. But I wasn't really thinking about it. I started looking around at a couple of things in the real estate market of what's going on right now in 2024, and I I thought, you know, having some place of stability would be nice. But I just set an intention somewhere, and it was really a subtle intention. And then I just kept moving forward with everything that was in front of me, everything that I was already doing. And through being in that motion is how the universe guides us, because a little shift here, a little shift there... And all of a sudden I'm noticing, hmm, maybe this needs to, maybe I need to be thinking about this differently. And was pointed in new directions, a new location, and even a transformational new beginning. But all of that unfolded with me just mostly. The thing is, you just stay tuned into your source. Kept listening to the voice, kept following the breadcrumbs. See, our journey is our teacher. Our life path is our guru. So every day of just getting up and, well, let me see what I can do to move this a little bit forward. It wasn't worrying about what wasn't there. Where I was, I enjoyed very much. I was looking around because conditions, situations in the market have changed. And what I was really Wanting, deep down, was just more stability, more security, so that I could do my work better. An environment where I could do my work more freely, better. So that was the real internal intention. And then I just simply operate from an always-encompassing belief that I'm guided. That life itself is the teacher, as I mentioned. That the astrology chart will keep me between the lines. It's our Google map of the soul. Listening to the voice will always keep me on the right path at that moment, following intuition. I've done episodes on this. I think it is at number 268, listening to the voice. There were several right in through there. I would seriously encourage you to listen to those. So my main job in that context is to just show up, literally. And to just stay true to that internal connection with source and follow the guidance. But what our person was saying in her question was that she was allowing her thinking mind to govern her thoughts during the day. She would sit in meditation and feel the reality and then lose the whole thing during the day. And I totally get that. Go back and listen to the early podcast episodes the life in the RV, sitting up every morning in just sheer dread and terror and panic because of what I had created. How do you get out of that? Well, you don't get out of it in your thinking mind. So somewhere along the way, there was a shift from the head to the heart. You know, in the church, I've thought of this, that they would say that the difference between heaven and hell is 10 inches. Now, you know, this goes back to the doctrine that I grew up with. But what they were saying is that you, if you believe it in your head, you miss the point. You have to believe it in your heart. This is a business of the heart, not the head. Manifesting does not happen through our thinking conscious mind. That's why I did that video, because our thinking conscious mind focuses on desires. And it focuses on the resistance we have to what we don't have. And because those are the two key things that keep us from receiving what we try to create, I would definitely encourage you to look that video up and watch it. Because if we release or neutralize both of those, like we talk about how to do in the video, then you bring them into this open, neutral state where you don't really have a lot of desire that you hold on to. So see, she's holding on to desire or holding on to the resistance of lacking If you can release those and just be okay with where you are, I mean, truly, really okay with where you are on your path. Your path is your teacher. You are here to learn. You're on a soul journey. You're on a physical journey and you're just going through the it's like back to Fred's analogy of the stream of life, which is also in one of our prior podcasts. Go back and find that. Search it up. The stream of life. That you just float down the river and you let life take you where it is trying to take you without trying to paddle upstream. Don't fight the current. Go with the flow. Release, release, release. But then also we're not at that point begging some outside force to answer all of our needs. As a co-creator, you are providing what you need to be on your spiritual journey. So if you're wondering, well, what do we do? What we really do is we create from within the water in the bottle from within that was from the ocean. And we put that back into the vast field. The thinking substance that Wallace Wattles described that brings all of this into reality. In other words, you from the ocean, put it back to the ocean and together you are guided And if you prefer the Christian perspective, that is God. That is praying to God, but it's co-praying. I would say don't make it a petition. Make it more so a co-creation. In fact, I could give you a little bit of scripture on that because all the way back to the beginning of the book, we are created in the image of God. Well, God was a creator. What is Genesis 1-1? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So if you are made in the image of God then you are a creator, right? Oh, no, the church says. No, 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 no. God stopped creating after he finished. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't read in there where it said for seven days God created and then he stopped. He rested, but don't we all rest after we've worked for seven days? It never says that that attribute was removed or ceased. The nature of God at that moment was creation. We were the creation. We were created in that image. I mean, if somebody wants to believe that they are not a creator, number one, this is probably not the best podcast for you. But number two, I've got a plethora of stories that would contradict that if you were open to receiving them. There are a lot of them in these 300-and-something podcast episodes. So when your mind kicks in, like hers did, or if you're questioning, oh, we're not creators, Shift the focus from what you are not getting and start thinking about the fact that you are guided, that there is a voice inside of you that will lead you on your highest path. Back and listen to that stretch of the 2016-17 episodes when I was in Aspen, Colorado. The best thing I ever did was ask my monkey mind, are you willing to be quiet and listen to this still small voice? And then started living that way all the time, not just on a hike or not just for a period of time. No. So now the over-encompassing voice in my mind most of the time, maybe not when I'm moving. Then <laughs> it's like, get her done. But, but the encompassing voice is the internal voice, the still small voice, the water from the ocean. And then when you follow that voice, you're guided into those areas where you're supposed to be positioned. And that's exactly what happened here. I was simply guided right into this thing. I didn't do anything to hunt it down at all. It just presented itself. It was part of the river. So the thing that jumped out at me about this question was that the block is her mind. She's in her head focusing on what she doesn't have, instead of being in that creative center, the water from the ocean, co-creating with the ocean, and then resting in the fact that she is guided. The journey is the teacher. Maybe there are lessons that need to take place without the thing that she wants right now. Have it later. Release it. Release the desire. Release the resistance. We all want that comfort of something that is bigger than ourselves. I think that's why religion and why spirituality is so prolific. We want that connection, but the problem is we keep it out there. Most religions teach that it's out there. What I would say is, we're at the beginning of a new year, relatively at the beginning. I would say spend the rest of this year, or whenever you hear this episode, spend the next 12 months trying to build in that it all comes from within. Get in the river, start floating down the river, not trying to paddle up against it. Don't worry about what you don't have. Focus on what you do have. You do have the water from the ocean within you. You are created in the image of God. Let's start to live that way, huh? I wish you the very best, and I hope that this helps answer some of this. That's really what I really, is I look back and look at the theme of All of those things that have shown up in my life, all those answered prayers, (laughs) all of those wishes fulfilled, all of those intentions completed, those are the themes. Those are the major points. I would go back and say I agree with the teaching from a long time ago in our Bible classes. The difference between heaven and hell is 10 inches. Start living from your heart. I love you so much. Thank you for listening.